Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> You're very welcome to this uh, Mass of um, Thursday, the 26th of November, Thursday of the of last week in Ordinary Time, week 34. And we begin our Mass, as always, with our entrance antiphon. And this Mass is being <clears throat> offered for all, the, uh, all those whose names are on the dead list in the parish, with particular reference to those uh, who have died in this parish during the past year. The Lord speaks of peace to his people and his holy ones and to those who turn to him. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God of mercy on us forgive us our sins, bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Stir up the will of your faithful, we pray, O Lord, that striving more eagerly to bring your divine work to fruitful completion, they may receive in greater measure the healing remedies your kindness bestows through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the first reading. And the reading is taken from the book of the Apocalypse. I, John, <clears throat> saw an angel come down from heaven with great authority given to him. The earth was lit up with his glory. At the top of his voice he shouted, Babylon has fallen, Babylon the great has fallen and has become the haunt of devils and a lodging for every foul spirit and dirty loathsome bird. Then a powerful angel picked up a boulder like a great millstone, and as he hurled it into the sea, he said, that is how the great city of Babylon is going to be hurled down, never to be seen again. Never again in you, Babylon, will be heard the sound of harpists and minstrels, of the music of flute and trumpet. Never again will craftsmen of every skill be found, or the sound of the mill be heard. Never again will shine the light of the lamp. Never again will be heard the voices of bridegroom and bride. Your traders were the princes of the earth. All the nations were under your spell. After this, I seemed to hear the great sound of a huge crowd in heaven singing, Alleluia, victory and glory and power to our God. He judges fairly, he punishes justly, and he has condemned the famous prostitute who corrupted the earth with her fornication. He has avenged his servants that she killed. They sang again, Alleluia. 
The smoke of her will go up forever and ever. The angel said, write this. Happy are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. And he added, all the things that you have written are true messages from God. The word of the Lord. The response to the psalm is, happy are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. Happy are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Happy are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord. Eternal is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Happy are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. Alleluia, alleluia. Stay awake and stand ready because you do not know the hour when the Son of Man is coming. Alleluia. Stand erect, hold your heads high, because your liberation is near at hand. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, you must realize that she will soon be led desolate. Then those in Judea must escape to the mountains. Those inside the city must leave it, and those in country districts must not take refuge in it. For this is the time of vengeance, when all the scripture says must be fulfilled. Alas for those with child or with babies at the breast, when those days come. For great misery will descend on the land and wrath on this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive to every pagan country. And Jerusalem will be trampled down by the pagans until the age of the pagans is completely over. There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars, on earth nations in agony, bewildered by the clamor of the ocean and its waves, men dying of fear as they await what menaces the world, for the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to happen, stand erect, hold your heads high, because your liberation is near at hand. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. <clears throat> Those readings from today's Mass would put the fear of God into you. And they're meant to, but not fear in the sense of terror. Um, the terror of someone is going to do you harm, but the awe at the majesty and the power of God. And in the midst of all the distress that is imagined as the end of the world, we see the King coming in glory. And I think there's a story which I've always had great comfort from. 
Every 16th of March in Rome, in a palace that looks out onto the, uh, um, and, and very near the uh, Piazza Venezia in the centre of Rome, uh, the furniture removal lorries draw up and they empty a palace and then two days later they come back and they fill it back up again. And this ritual has been going on for uh, nearly 400 years, over 400 years. And the reason that it um, happens is this. The prince and princess were living in this palace and their eldest son, who was about 12, died and they were heartbroken. So they sent for Philip Neri, who was um, one of the most famous priests of his day. And Philip Neri came and was brought into the room where the dead boy lay. And uh, he prayed over the boy, and the boy came back to life. And Philip Neri asked him two questions. The first question was, are you happy? And the child said, yes. And then Philip said to him, would you like to come back? No, and died. And this was such a consolation to the parents that they said as a sign of their gratitude, they would make sure that uh, for time immemorial, the house, and particularly the room where this happened, would be open one day a year for people to come and see and to pray. And that happens to this very day. Uh, I went there once, uh, Mark, you they did a very good job of clearing anything that could be lifted, was lifted. Uh, they obviously had 400 years of experience of light-fingered visitors. But the uh, story, I think, is one of great hope when we uh, come to consider uh, our dead. And so many times uh, we have said we would love the person we have loved back to be with us. But if we actually analyze what we're thinking, we're thinking we would like that person to be back with us as they were maybe 20 years ago, when they were well and at themselves. We wouldn't want them back the way they were as they died, weak, frail, totally dependent. So that there's a sense that even when we think like that, we are engaged in an act of resignation and that our res Christian resignation is always shot through with the hope of the resurrection. And the two questions that the boy who temporarily came back to life answered should ring in our ears and give us both resignation and hope. And so we pray uh, particularly for all the dead whose names are here on the dead list in the parish and also for the following who have died over the past year. Monsignor Ambrose Macaulay, Robert Coulter, Catherine Walls, Hugh Cameron, 
Philomena Harvey, Brendan McDowell, Peter Jennings, Kevin Grimley, Karen Waters, Marie McDade, John David Elliott, Thomas Jennings, Eileen Morrow, John McMullen, Cynthia Baxter, Bernadette McFall, Jerry Carr, Margaret Murphy, Bernie Digney, James Kelly, Margaret Smith, Norman Scott, Moya McKinley, Michael Brannigan, Harry Stanford, Michael Gregg, Tonino Cafola, John Caldwell, Marie McLaughlin, Patricia McNeely, Marcella Savage, Seamus Slevin, Alan Nelson, Patricia Hewitt, Betty Dornan, Molly Donegan, Peter O'Brien, Brendan Hare, Anna Gardner, John McArlane, Mary Robinson, Phyllis Allen, Maeve Murray, Claire Caldwell, Raymond Havlin Sr., Mita Hopkins, uh, Anthony Kearney, Anne Duffin, Terry Mallon, Maura McElroy, Benny Moore, and Pat Boyd. And Mr. Given, who will be buried uh, today uh, after funeral service in Gray's funeral parlour. We remember also all those uh, parents who uh, have uh, suffered uh, miscarriage or stillbirth during the year. Uh, we commend their suffering to God. We um, pray for all the dead with that spirit of hopeful Christian resignation. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. We now move to the liturgy of the, the offertory of the Mass. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, to become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, the sacred offerings which at your bidding we dedicate to your name, and in order that through these gifts we may become worthy of your love, grant us unfailing obedience to your commands, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
it is truly right and just and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks lord holy father almighty and eternal god through christ our lord in him you have been pleased to renew all things giving us all a share in his fullness for though he was in the form of god he emptied himself and by the blood of his cross brought peace to all creation therefore he has been exalted above all things and to all who obey him has become the source of eternal salvation. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We pray the third Eucharistic prayer. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. You never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples saying take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you <clears throat> in a similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and giving you thanks he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, 
with St. Comgall, St. Columbanus, St. Gaul and St. Malachy, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Noel, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
O praise the Lord, all you nations, for his merciful love towards us is great. And now I invite those listening to this Mass and podcast to make a spiritual Holy Communion as we pray the prayer of St. Alphonsus. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you have already come and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, embolden me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Never permit me to be separated from you. From the evil enemy, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me and bid me to come to you, that with your saints I may praise you for age upon age. Amen. Let us pray. We pray, Almighty God, that those to whom you give the joy of participating in divine mysteries may never be parted from you, through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray for the happy repose of the soul of all those souls of all those whose names are on the dead list, and all those, um, particularly all those who died during the past year. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. As usual, there will be confessions immediately after this Mass in the uh, porch. Um, anyone wishing to go to confession is asked to remain in their seats till the congregation has cleared and then make their way down to the porch observing social distancing and I'd ask you please once again to observe social distancing as you leave and you're having your hands uh, sanitized uh, at this door here. Uh, as you all know this is the last public mass in this parish uh, for two weeks until the uh, circuit breaker uh, is um, comes to an end. So uh, I look forward to seeing you again in two weeks' time. Mass will be um, uh, podcast uh, daily and is available on the parish website. Uh, we hope to have the church open uh, for uh, private prayer during the, uh, the, the, the fortnight. Uh, but I have to consult with uh, stewards and everything like that. So I'll make that announcement on at the weekend mass and put it up on the on the website uh, if and when we can have a private uh, prayer. Church will probably be open just for uh, one hour um, a day. But uh, we'll, uh, as soon as I get that sorted out, I, I'll, I'll let you know. The mass is ended. Go in the peace of Christ and take care of yourselves.